Welcome to Two Guys, Three Crowns, the podcast that talks about what it's really like to live in Stockholm, Sweden. I'm your host, Sean, and along with my fellow American, Rodney, we cover what's good, what's bad, what doesn't make sense, and what we can't get enough of. It's quite the journey, so join us for the ride. So, Rodney, tell us how you're feeling. How are those pipes working out for you this morning? Oh, my God. You know what? This <laughs> this cold is just I don't know it's it's kind of indescribable because it's it, it's not uh, it's just frustrating you know I mm-hmm. I think I would much rather be like really sick like intensely sick for twenty four hours right know? but to have a cold for going on was eleven days Oof. is just yeah I mean it, it just you know the minute that you think it's gone it's just back again. Yeah, you know. yeah, for sure. So now my left ear is okay. My right ear, oh no, I think it switched again. <laughs> no, it's just been. <laughs> but I'm doing, I'm doing the old lemon, lemon juice and, and honey water, and that that seems to be uh, seems to be helping. Nice. Have you but, tried and, the ginger uh, shots? No, I haven't. I got it. But no. I mean, for me, but, it's but I mean the ginger, but uh, the ginger shots. So, I mean, I'm not going to take that and be up for like four days. No, no, it's no, not like no. A, it's just okay. like a little the the time I tried it I was going through Orlando airport and it was in what is it there I guess it's Wayne's coffee and I was okay. feeling like a little scratchy throat coming on and I could feel like something nasal about to happen and I'm like oh great I'm about right. to get on an airplane and here we go so then yeah. I was like hmm ginger lime shot and it's like a little mini bottle about right I don't know. I can't do centimeters. It was about two inches okay. tall, right? Okay, okay, okay. So then I open it up, take a little swig, and it's literally the amount of a shot. So it's gone the second you take a sip of it. Within the amount of time that that plane ride was, right? it was gone. Whatever I was feeling coming on, it was poof, disappeared. And it's nothing like it didn't catch up with you later? Like, no. Like when the time zone thing happened no. and the ginger it shot? No. It was completely gone. I couldn't believe it. And I had heard of, like, the Latinos, they have, the, like, this weird tea kind of, like, where they put honey and that kind of stuff in it. But then right, they'll right. put, like, whole cloves of garlic and big blocks of ginger, and it tastes like shit. But it cures you. <laughs> it cures you. So there must be something with the ginger if this ginger shot also worked for me. But I would but say see, definitely try it. So you could, like, you can smell. You smell people, like, a block away. They'd be like, oh, man, that guy's got to have a cold. Yeah, he but hey, like a combination it, cure, it cures of you, and... so you got to roll with it. <laughs> no, I was thinking like the, the garlic, the garlic, uh, the garlic remedy there. Be like, man, yeah, you, you look like crap and you smell like crap. No, but hey, <laughs> yeah. the ginger shot is definitely on my list. I'm gonna sometime today. I'm gonna go down and get me a ginger shot for sure. For sure. Yeah. Well, you have to let me know how it works out. Oh, I definitely will. I'll probably call you like at 3 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> Be like, yeah, it did. No, it kept me up. It's definitely <laughs> keeping me up. But yeah, one. No, but anything to, because I mean, you, you know, I, I'm at that point now where I'm just tired of being sick. Yeah, I wanna, true. I want to be back in the saddle and, you know, enthusiastic and energetic and, hey, look, more snow. Uh, no, <laughs> you know, that's no. <laughs> between the cold and then the Nordic gods shaking, you know, the country into a snow thing again is... Uh, I've been telling people when we had that week of like somewhat okay temperatures, I'm like, mm-mm, mm-mm. I've only nope. lived here a year so far, but I can yeah. tell you it's coming. 
Oh yeah. No, it's like, it's like mother nature's not, it's like a joke up here. You know, it's like, oh, we'll give a little taste. <laughs> and I used to, you know, my big thing was whenever I start moving, you know, once I like pull the grill out and start, you know, getting all of our outdoor furniture ready and stuff, that's like when the last snow comes, it always does. <laughs> so, so is the grill out then, or do we still have well, one gr- more snow? Punks of Tony no, I mean, the, of grill. the grill is, the grill is out. You know, and like I, I kind of lifted the cover a little bit today to see if I could get the last bit of snow to come from the. No, it, it's out there. It's, it's out there and ready. Awesome. Yeah. Ready for some some uh, hot smoked salmon, right? Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> that that that'll always go down. <laughs> so what, what's what, what's been happening with you, Sean? What's going on with you this week? Well. You're getting ready. Exactly. For me, I'm just like, yeah, let the snow come. I don't care. I'm about to go to like 30 degrees Celsius highs tomorrow. Are so, you sure? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, high <laughs> of 28 right now, but close enough to 30. Okay. But yeah, so tomorrow morning we fly out. I do a little quick stopover in Helsinki and then do the transatlantic uh, thing down nice. to Miami International. Nice. But I mean, their their weather stuff over there is still. I mean, we talked about that earlier. It's they're still having some real funky. I mean, the tornadoes that they had in Alabama. Yeah, yeah. I mean, mean, it typically doesn't reach down to South Florida, unless it's like some kind of tropical system. Right. It typically stops like around Orlando, that kind of thing. So, unless it's like water spouts or hurricanes or stuff like that, we typically don't get too Don't much get of that. that junk thank god yeah no it, that's it's crazy crazy yeah the only thing you have to worry about in winter is if it gets too cold then hmm. the iguanas might start start falling out of the trees but other than that you're pretty safe <laughs> that's with, right with, uh, get with the environment get, get hit by falling iguanas <laughs> the iguana iguana warning on the news yeah 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 This episode of Two Guys, Three Crowns is brought to you by Hiram Nordic. Yes, as in Rodney Hiram, my Hawaiian-Swedish co-host from the San Francisco Bay Area. An accomplished graphic designer with more than 25 years of professional experience, let Hiram Nordic design your logos and branding systems, printed materials, interior and exterior sign systems, vehicle and transit graphics, trade show and in-store displays, audio-visual presentations, promotional items, logoed apparel, as well as websites and social media content. To find out more about their services or to discuss your next project, visit HiramNordic.com. That's H-I-R-A-M Nordic.com. But I know we were talking last time about things we miss from back home and what we want to take back here and all that stuff. Right. But I got to tell you, the eggs. I can't wait to go back to a country Uh-oh. that has like real eggs. Okay. And I don't know what it is, but even when we were in London, the eggs weren't like the eggs here in Sweden. Okay. So I don't know if you've noticed or just if you've been over here so long that it doesn't matter to you anymore, but the shell of the eggs here is yeah. so thin 
Yeah. It's like when you try and break it to crack it in, it shrapnel right. of shell goes flying oh, everywhere. Everywhere. Okay. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and then you go to crack the thing and like the whole shell disintegrates like into your egg and you're just like, oh God, you got to spend the next five minutes picking out little bits of eggshell. I was like, it's dude, probably, I mean, it's got to be like environmentally friendly eggs then, right? I mean, like a thinner shell has got to. I would figure it's got to be the feed or something. They're not getting enough calcium. All those chickens have osteoporosis. No, it's probably that or the weather. Could be a combination. Okay, you know? okay. They just want to. But then pop on top of out. on top of the shell, you have the whole weird system of how they package the eggs here. Right. You have the typical six pack and twelve pack that we're used to. Right. But then you have a ten pack, and then a fifteen. It's like <laughs> pick a system. And stay yeah. with the system. Meanwhile, I'm like thinking I'm getting a dozen eggs and I get home and it's yeah. like 10. I'm like, ten. oh, Jesus. <laughs> I noticed that uh, for a while and it, it, I told my wife about it and she didn't believe me. But, uh, you know, we buy like that. Now you have me all confused, but it's like that square <laughs> package of eggs. Yeah, the giant one. That's, the, the, like it's a, I don't know, baker's dozen. No, what would that be? 11 and a half? No, I, but it's, it's a, like the big thing. I, eggs. And whenever I open that, there was always one feather. Yes. I mean, every time I yes. opened that, there was like one feather, and I'm and, I, and you know, I'm sitting there. The first couple of times, I was like, "Oh, you know, it's, it's a feather in there," but that thing is so strategically placed that I'm wondering, <laughs> you know, if there isn't like a guy at the very end that puts like a little feather on there to, Just to let you know it's you, like organic or something. Yeah, to convince you that it's a fresh egg. <laughs> yeah. But it's you know, That's and it so still true. happens now. Yeah. But then you might know this when I'm shopping. Oh, like, of course I have to do the whole Google Translate thing, but still, there's like 18 kinds of eggs and not like organic <laughs> and free range right. and brown right. and like normal, the cheap ones and your yeah. different sizes, that kind of thing. That's stuff I get. Right. But there's like breakfast egg and then there's brunch egg I've seen and then there's like uh, kitchen egg. I'm like, yeah, it's an egg, people. Just give me color and <laughs> right. organic and then give me sizes. Like yeah, just, what? just give me a, a semi normal quantity. What makes and, this one uh, good for uh, brunch and this one good for breakfast? Like does this one come with the <laughs> mimosa or something? Like what gives? What is that? Yeah, I know the egg. Uh, I had a friend now that you brought up this the, the Google Translate, uh when we got married here, I had a couple of friends that uh, they flew over from the States. And they went shopping. Uh they were staying at like a bed and breakfast. Uh, do-it-yourself place and they went shopping uh you know like handled most of their meals uh but when they were in the store they bought what they thought was ground beef because it looked like ground beef right you know they couldn't read the package um and it was actually you know in sweden they have bland uh, bland fash which is like a mixture of pork and beef Okay. And they use that, you know, they use that mix so for like a lot meatball for, mix already made. Exactly. Oh, okay. Exactly. That's cool. But they, yeah, but they ended up grabbing, I don't know if they grabbed that or if they just grabbed like ground pork. But uh, they had, they had like medium rare hamburgers that evening. <gasps> yeah. And it knocked them out of the game the next oh day. Oh my God. That? Yeah. So that is, uh, you know, the, the translation <laughs> thing. Because, I mean, you figure like apples and the easily identifiable, you know, identifiable food. But yeah, yeah, that that will definitely. Yeah. Well, meat is a whole other level, particularly beef, I find, because half the stuff in the grocery store, it all just says intracote. Right. That's all it is. And right. then 
Sometimes you'll have beef filet, which you have to assume is filet mignon. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't, but whatever. Right. And then everything else is like rig beef. And it right. some of it looks like stri- like New York strip and some of it doesn't, yeah. but it all has the same name. And I'm like, uh, whatever, just pick one. I can't be bothered. Well, I mean, it, it, it's, and it, you know, what's tough is like looking at, uh, at recipes, you know, they call for a certain type of like an, uh, an American recipe or an English recipe mm-hmm. that calls for a certain cut of meat. Right. You know, you're right. like, cool, I'll just pick that up. I'll go to the store and pick that up. And you walk in there and it's like, oh, I should have downloaded that map of the cow because that's the only way that <laughs> you can, you know, that you can do it. You got to figure out like, well, it, you know, does this translate? Does this cut? Yeah, for it's sure. It's like uh, behind the ear above the butt, you know, you're trying to figure out where that, where that meat is, uh, that piece that you need. Oh yeah. Well then here, uh, it's like, I always have this thing with rice where it's like, I always forget the ratio of water to rice. And it's, you know, sometimes it depends on the kind of rice grain you get or whatever, but I'm always like, I think it's two to one, but then I get unsure. And then I have to call for my wife and be like, Hey, well, how do I cook rice? Call, right. When in doubt, call up the Latina. But then I'll be reading the the back of the package here, right? Because, you know, just figure out a few words and it's not that hard. But then they start getting into things like two deciliters. Ooh. And I'm like, uh, Ooh. Alexa, what's that in cups? <laughs> we like, damn, they busted metric. They went metric. No, don't go metric. But they went like second level metric, like millimeters, yeah. liters. I can figure that out. But like deciliters, sure. I'm like, uh, no. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, uh, it's taken, I mean, 13 years, I'm still trying to, you know, figure out, I mean, the, the, the trans, the translation, especially as a graphic designer, you know, the, the paper Ooh. sizes, yes. you know, paper sizes. And, you know, I mean, I had letter and uh, tabloid. And then everything know, else and, is by like actual dimension, right? Like, yeah. It, you know, and X. I was looking at it going, you know, I don't know what these other, you know, things are. They look like battleship coordinates, you know, I'm like a four B five, you know, but, um, you know, I get over here and all of a sudden, you know, that's, that's what they're like, Oh, you know, what you need is a four. And I was like, is that code? Is that code for something? But, uh, <laughs> so that's a, but it makes perfect sense. You know, it's like, uh, you know, uh, you have a one, which is the largest, and then you cut that in half and then you have a, then it's a two, right? Exactly. And then a three and then a four. So, I mean, it, it all makes perfect sense, but, uh, no, it was, it was a mess trying to, trying to wrap my head around that. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, for sure. I ran into that, yeah, myself working in London when I was working in a ad agency there and people were, yeah, so what's the size of the sheet? I'm like, um, well, we could just do like, you know, stuff it in people's paycheck stubs and just make a number 10 card and throw it in there. And they're like, what's a number yeah. 10 card? I'm like, right. okay, so it's this many inches, so in centimeters. Uh, and they're like, oh, you mean A16 and three quarters? I'm like, no, no, no. Get your A out. <laughs> You're like, stop, stop, stop. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, the, the old, the old metric. Mm-hmm. Like I have problems enough with spelling words correctly. People don't be throwing new document sizes at me yet. I'm not ready. No, we were, cl- we were cleaning, uh, cleaning, cleaning my desk area about a week and a half ago. And, uh, all of us, you know, my wife, you know, she's like, Oh, here's a ruler, you know, a little metric ruler. And then I looked behind the computer. I was like, oh, here's another, you know, metric ruler. And then there was another ruler. And I think all together we found like five rulers. And that's because, you know, I bought one every time I was at the store because I, you know, I was like, <laughs> okay, I got to have one of these just in case. So 
Yeah, for sure. If you need a metric, if you need a metric ruler, I've got metric rulers. <laughs> nice, good to know. So, one other question I had for you. This is a bit of a transportation themed one. Okay. I don't know if you guys have this necessarily down in Ninasham, okay. but I swear for the past year, at least seventy percent of all the cabs I've taken in Sweden, yes. They've all had a giant crack through the windshield. All of them. I don't know if that's yeah. coincidence, but yeah. it seems like almost every single taxi cab, and we're talking like they're using Mercedes-Benz E-Classes for their taxis. Yeah. So they're nice yeah, yeah. vehicles, and they've got this yeah, giant right. crack right through the middle. And I'm right like, the, yeah. what yeah. is going on with this? Yes. No, um, Scandinavian countries definitely have a crack epidemic going on over here because this is <laughs> – I mean, you know, and, and I remember, because I think we're on our, I think we're like second or third windshield now in the last, I think it's got to be a year. My God. Because it's, it's like seasonal, you know, it's like when they have all of the, you know, the grus, you know, the, what are they, the gravel that they, you know, put on the roads. Ah. So those things this time of year just kick up. And I would think that, you know, taxis are out there constantly driving. Okay. You know, but the amount of nicks and, you know, cracks, we just got a new one on our windshield, you know, on the driver's side, halfway up, it was just like a little one in the corner, you know, and yeah, every yeah. time we got in the car, it was like, don't look at it. Don't look at it. <laughs> yeah. It might not move, <laughs> you know, but that thing, uh, that thing is definitely, it went like horizontal about an inch and a half and now it's going vertical. Oh boy. Yeah. So now it's time to, to call the insurance company. But uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's just something over here. So it's, the it's worst, a thing. Yeah. It's a thing. Okay, it's a winter okay. thing. But the worst part about it is when you get it fixed, you know, because we got it fixed and we had this brand new windshield mm -hmm. and every time you're driving and you hear like a stone hit your windshield, you know, after Shit. that, it's like having a brand, it's like getting a scratch on your brand new car, you know, right. the first scratch. Oh, man, windshield <laughs> damage. <laughs> One of the other joys, and I don't know, see, again, you know, being from San Francisco or the Bay Area, never really experienced, you know, that kind of thing. And I don't know what they use. I mean, if they have the same problems back in the States. Well, every now like and in, then you might get a like a kind of the same thing, like a big stone, like a chip off of the asphalt that kicks right. up from someone's tire in front of you. And then yeah. it might make like a little like divot in your windshield, but everyone yeah. knows it, you know, if that happens, you have to get your windshield replaced as soon as possible. Because if you go over, especially in Pennsylvania, you go through a pothole that are, yeah. those things are everywhere. Then just the pressure could make that little chip, like go into a huge crack. And then okay. you have an unstable windshield. But I was thinking to myself, I'm like, my God, I know you guys have these insane vehicle inspections <laughs> where you have to fix your car and then go to the inspection, not like go show up yeah. to the inspection and be like, oh, here's all the things I have to fix. Okay, mechanic, what's the bill for that? They're like, no, no, we're not, we don't do the, we don't do it that way. Right. So I'm like, how, yeah, do, yeah, how are they driving around with these windshields all the time? Yeah. But you, you know, the thing about it is, because uh, I remember in the beginning, every time we got noticed that we were supposed to take our car, you know, for the inspection. Mm-hmm. It was one of those, oh, man, not not an expect, you know, inspection. What are they going to find this time? <laughs> but, you know, realistically, I mean, it's not a bad idea. I mean, you're keeping a lot of hoopties off the road, you know, that aren't passing, you know, inspections. I mean, I think oh, about yeah. some, of the car, some of the cars on the road back home, you know, that 
shouldn't really be on anywhere near. <laughs> it shouldn't even be parked near a road. Well, do you guys but, have inspections uh, in California? Yeah, but I, well, now it's you been must 13 for years. The but, smog, right? Right. But I mean, you know, that the smog check thing is like, who do you know? Because, you know, we had a friend mm -hmm. and, you know, we're like, hey, I got to get my car smogged. And he's like, okay, bring it by the shop. You know, <laughs> I got duct tape, you know, four Q tips. <laughs> I you have know, the Volkswagen and, program. We'll upload it real quick. And then yeah. Pass. Well, I mean, you know, yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, over here, it's uh, it's definitely it's a whole different thing. You know, you, you definitely get a little nervous. You know, taking the taking the car in there. Yeah, yeah. Because we have, I mean, we have pretty stringent um, inspections for like your emissions and then the overall um, quality or the, you know. Yeah, the quality of the vehicle itself. So what yeah. is your catalytic converter looking like? What's, you know, yeah. what are, they check all your brakes and your fluids and your belts and all that stuff. But you take it into your mechanic who's re who's accredited to do these things for the state. And yeah. then as part of that, if your car, if something doesn't pass, they'll say, oh, you have to replace this in order for us to give you the sticker. Here's the cost sure. to do that. You sure. Know, okay. But from what I've heard over here, you bring it in to get inspected and then they'll just be like, Oh, thanks. Pay us for the inspection and go back home and fix your car and come back here and do it again because it didn't pass. Right. So no, it's exactly. Not like a one, well, one thing. It, it, and I think that we actually, I'm not 100% sure, but but I, I know that my wife occasionally takes the car to get it like pre-checked. Yeah. Um, you know, she'll go and, and have a mechanic look at it and say, okay, is our car going to pass? You know, they'll, you know, either like run through the whole 5,000 check box thing of everything they look at and he'll give us a heads up and we'll fix stuff and, you know, and prep it. Yeah. 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 Well, you got to, man, everything they'll charge you for everything here, but hopefully you only have to do it once. Yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> exactly. <laughs> This episode is also brought to you by Sean Doherty VoiceOver. That's right, people. We're plugging ourselves. An expertly delivered voiceover can bring any project to life. From corporate presentations and explainer videos to documentaries, e-learning, as well as TV or radio commercials, Sean works with clients of all shapes and sizes to take their projects to the next level through his dynamic vocal tones. Get to know the voice used by the likes of Electrolux, SEB Bank, PostNode, and more at seanvoiceover.com. That's S-E-A-N, voiceover.com. So I ran into my neighbor this morning, the one that says hi. Ooh, what yeah. a treat. Actually, no, actually, it wasn't this morning. Uh, it was yesterday morning on my way to the train. Okay. I have, I have one neighbor. And, uh, he, he is always just as nice. He's out walking his dog, uh, older gentleman. And regardless of, you know, whether I'm coming or going, I mean, he's always just, just, you know, he's like, Hey, you know, how's everything going today? And boy, you know, we had some weather last week and we thought it was going to get warmer and, you know, and just those brief, you know, <laughs> interacting seconds, mm -hmm. you know, I was just so happy when I left. And I told <laughs> my son this morning, I was like, Hey, I ran into the nice guy this morning. <laughs> He was like, oh, you mean the guy with the dog? And I was like, yeah, that's him. And he was, and, and you know what the first thing Adrian, he, he says, I don't think he's Swedish. <laughs> but, but, no. That explains I, I, it. I, 
Yeah, no, but I, I think he is. But it was just, uh, and it was funny because as I passed him, you know, we, we talked a little bit and, you know, I kept on going and then another guy came walking and, uh, you know, I'm still smiling from the conversation I had just a second ago and the guy comes up and he looks the other way. As soon as like we, we almost make eye contact, he looks the other way. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah, for sure. here we, uh, here we go again. Yeah, so but funny. I was thinking, you know, I, I was thinking about that. I mean, as far as these spontaneous, uh, you know, interactions with people are saying hi and, you know, the things that, uh, the things that, you know, that typically don't happen, you know, like you're standing next to somebody by the train, mm -hmm. you know, waiting for the train and you're not supposed to say anything, you know, you're just supposed to sit there and hold your own. But, you know, I'm thinking, how are you supposed to like make friends or new acquaintances if you don't have any like starting point, mm -hmm. you know, if there's no, you know, you talk to somebody and it's be like, Oh, you know, Hey, the melody festival is, you know, this weekend. And he's like, Oh yeah, I'm a really big fan. And you strike up a conversation and you know, that that's how like friendships start. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, if you're not having these, uh, these little interactions with people, you know, saying hi or I don't know. Yeah. It's tough. It definitely there. doesn't simplify the, the, the process. Yeah. Well, I mean, I find that all the expats, they right. all tend to be friends with other expats for exactly that reason. <laughs> but yeah. then also, I find it, well, I've only gone through one spring here so far, but I find that people do tend to start opening up a little bit more as the weather gets a little bit more warm, a little right. bit more sunny. People, their disposition becomes a little bit more sunny. So, yeah. But yeah, it's tough out there. I mean, you figure the whole culture is built around you have your group of friends and that's enough that's logum you don't want to right. be well, what's I mean, the other one yanta yeah yeah exactly well I mean, you have your seven friends you know and <laughs> that, that's what you know you're allotted seven friends and you're not allowed to take on any new friends until you don't have one of those <laughs> those slots and and i and i know that it sounds i mean it's not it's just like people saying americans you know oh americans are you know right that's right. like 330 million so i know it's it's not fair to you know to say that all you know swedes are are that way and that that's not really what we're saying i'm i'm just you know from my own personal experience and interactions just feel like it's uh, yeah and it's probably amplified for us because we are americans so it's like everyone should be outgoing and bubbly and just talk to random right. people and then when it yeah. doesn't happen you're just like oh yeah, and then yeah. you can't talk to the dogs either because you know that's somebody else's property. So, exactly. Oh yeah, no, 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 no. But yeah, but we were at uh, we were at the uh, the third Thursday, right? Mm -hmm. we were at the at the meeting, American Club meeting, uh, mingle, social mingle, and uh, a lady came up to me there. Uh, I went around and talked to a, a bunch of different people, and there were new faces there. And there was a woman, a Swedish woman, and uh, I'm going to call her. We'll call her Susan. Um, and she came up to me and, you know, she just, she started talking and, you know, she said, Oh, you know, somebody said you're from the Bay area. Uh, you know, I was, uh, I was in Los Angeles, you know, during the, during the eighties and, you know, oh, and we wow. just struck up. Yeah. We struck up this conversation and we're talking and, you know, she turns to me and she says, wow, I've really missed this. And I was like, Ooh, what did you miss? <laughs> and she says, no, just this, just this atmosphere, just being able to go around and, you know, talk to people and meet people and say hi. And yeah, you know, that's, I mean, that's the kind of the whole thing behind uh, those evenings and mingles. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but for, but for her to just, you know, say that, Oh man, I'm, I'm you know, I'm definitely coming back. She says, I really needed this. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. That's great yeah. though. 
Yeah. So it's kind of like getting her, getting her fix. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But yeah, it's <clears throat> it's tough out there. I mean, that affects like how much you can network too, and how much you can increase your own circle of knowing people and kind of get oh, referrals. Absolutely. And do absolutely. the whole work work dance. Yeah. No. Yeah. You know, and I, I think that I mean just just that small interaction because you know I've been racking my brain for you know, years now trying to figure out, okay, you know, how, how is this affecting me? You know, when people back home say, what is it that you miss most about, you know, about being back home? And, and, and it's this, it's the socializing, it's mm-hmm. the interacting and, you know, the spontaneity. And, you know, I realize that, uh, that, you know, nowadays, and I've, I've tried to, uh, tried to lessen it a little bit, but I, you know, I overthink stuff since we've been here, you know, I, mm. you know, instead of like saying hi to somebody, you know, all of a sudden my, my brain starts, you know, starts to, it's like, okay, you know, what do I say? You know, mm-hmm. can I say it like that? Or, you know, is that going over? Is that going too far? Can right. I, and you know, it just, you, you can't be that spontaneous person that you're used to being. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You're assimilating. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> but it, uh, and like you said, with, with networking, you know, I mean, if you can't strike up, you know, conversations with people, uh, you know, to, to like launch friendships, uh, it, it affects everything, yeah. I mean, it, you know, even the, the networking side, I mean, networking in business as well is, uh, you know, the, the being open, you know, meeting somebody and thinking down the road as well, mm-hmm. you know, it could be somebody that has a dry cleaning shop, you know, and it's like, just because your shirt doesn't need to be dry cleaned right then, there and now, you know, you kind of file that in your head. And, yeah, for you know, sure. You never know what's going to happen down the road. You meet somebody and they're like, oh, man, I sure wish I knew a dry cleaner. And it's like, pling. Yeah, exactly. Or, man, I wish I knew someone who could get my car around all these vehicle emission inspections. Someone who could just give exactly. me a pass. <laughs> exactly. I need a smog guy. <laughs> yeah, I need a... <laughs> yeah. That's Ule. He's the smog guy. Hello. <laughs> I will smog your car. <laughs> But yeah, it's yeah, it's so funny because I find that once you're able to kind of force the situation and you can kind of break through that kind of awkward kind of impasse of cultural differences, then yeah. once you do that, like the Swedes are like the nicest people ever, like more so oh, than absolutely. Americans. Americans oh, almost yeah. kind of have it up front. And then yeah. once you get to know them, they're just kind of like, oh, okay, yeah, whatever. I'll call you. I'll come hang out with yeah, you right. sometime. But then the Swedes are like yeah. so much more authentic, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, and it's funny that you say authentic because I mean, I know that, uh, you know, that, that I've heard, I mean, I've heard people say, you know, in, in the past, they're like, oh, you know, uh, Americans, you know, it's just, uh, you know, it's like, it's like, it's so phony, you know, they're always so happy, you know, and they're so, and <laughs> yeah. you know, and when I've heard that and I'm thinking, well, you know, personally, I'd rather opt for somebody to be phony and happy, (laughs) (laughs) you know, make eye contact with me and my son. Now now you're going too far with eye contact. Come on now. Don't don't be pulling that out, especially on the public transportation. (laughs) It's it's just that, I mean, I don't even know where to look anymore. I mean, I I stare at the same ad. I'm sitting on the train for like an hour and a half. Well, yeah, that's what the ads are for. That's why they're above everybody's head. So you can just stare at the ceiling. Yeah, I'm sitting there. I'm thinking, okay, Ninja Casino, Ninja Casino, <laughs> huh, Ninja Casino. Well, then you'll hear, you'll see the one for. Um, I can't even say it without doing the jingle because every time I see the ad, 
I just get the jingle stuck in my head for Media Mart. Okay. <laughs> right, right, right. Every time oh, I, I got this. I got this picture. Speaking of ads, you know, so I, I've decided that I'm going to start taking pictures of, on, on the subway of, of some of my favorite ads. And I have one that I'm going to put up. Um, I'll, I'll go ahead and put it on the, on the Facebook. I'll, I'll probably put it up on Instagram as well, but it's an ad I saw yesterday. And, you know, from, from a, from a graphic design point of view, I, I look at, you know, ads a, a little differently, but this thing, it's kind of hard to describe, but, uh, I'm just going to say the fish, you know, I'll, I'll leave it at that. The fish I'm going to, I'll put it up and you go in and, and take a look on Facebook and, and Instagram and tell me what you think of the fish in this ad. All right. Okay. Sounds good. I'll check out the fish. I don't know yes. what I'm going to find, but I'm sure it'll be interesting. Just wait till you see it. <laughs> You're not going to be able to sleep for three days. Oh God. Uh, and that is it for this week's episode. I want to thank you guys so, so much for listening in as always. And until next time, this is Two Guys, Three Crowns. <laughs>